Hey, this is Hard to Jarek, and you're listening to the Sausage Hunt Podcast with Johnny Kielbasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kielbasa. I don't know, coach. Put me in there. I think I can make a field goal if these guys can't. I mean, how hard can it be just to go out there and kick a ball through the upright? I mean, why are we even doing kicks in football anyway? I mean, it is called football, but you know, it just seems like a leftover vestige from a bygone year. Who needs field goals and extra points? Let's just play football. And if you're going to play football, you're going to play fantasy football because that's more fun than suiting up and getting your MCL fucking blown out before you even get to carry the ball. And by the way, if you went back and played football, they'd put you on the offensive line. And nobody wants to be on the offensive line except big people who like throwing other people around. Is that you? Maybe it is. You never know. Since you're here, since you've got your fantasy football, since you think you know everything and you got your ass kicked last week, maybe you should listen up just a little bit to what we go going on here. Week five's in the books, week six is upon us, I suppose, and maybe even some. But first, let's get to that football minute. Cold. Here we go. I don't even know if it's going to work. Week five in the NFL. Halfway week in college. Hurry up with the road construction week in America. Do you think you can kick field goals? It seems like old Johnny Kobaska trot out onto the gridiron and miss some extra points just as good as these guys can. 25 missed kicks in the NFL this week. It was feast or famine for fantasy QBs this week. Did you have Herbert eating sherbet racking up a ton of points? Or did you have Lamar Jackson in overtime sitting on your bench like Mishy? Just when you gave up on Matty Ice, he shotguns a bunch of points like you shotgun Natty Ice. The dictator lost to the agricultural and mechanical. You know Johnny Matt. Manziel was there for good luck. Oh, Johnny, we hardly knew you. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, became the only team in NFL history to lose despite scoring 40-plus points and having no turnovers. Take that stat and shove it. Speaking of shoving it, get over your racism already, America. John Gruden is no longer a role model. Chucky, sucky. The New York football Jets went across the pond at the worst possible time. The Falcons didn't want to win, but the Jets didn't want to win more. The Ohio State University hung a pair of sixes on the other team that has no business in the Big Ten. Bengals, Packers, overtime. Colt Ravens, overtime. Wake Forest, Syracuse, overtime. Old Dominion, Marshall went to overtime. So what? There you go. There's your football minute, whether you like it or not. Sometimes it's a stream of consciousness. Sometimes it's microscopic and surgical. Take it or leave it. And speaking of taking it and never leaving it, we're going to bring in from the beach fighting at about 98 to 198 pounds depending on the day of the week the foremost prognosticator in fantasy football you know him depending on the decisions you make you either love him or you hate him but either way fantasy football ferocity fans we welcome you to week six. We ask you these very simple questions. Are you ready for a redraft? 
are you at 500 or near about? And I'm once uh, one game either way and looking to make a move. Are you sitting pretty, leaving Lamar Jackson on your bench and still making a big time comeback and winning your fantasy football game in week five as I did? All these things add up. It's happy scouting. It's it's getting your crayons out and making notes. It's double-checking Mr. Kielbasa. It's double-checking Michigan and making good fantasy football decisions. And why? Why, I ask you, are we doing all this? Mr. Kielbasa, do you know why? I don't sometimes. Yes, Yes, you do. And the answer to why is because winning is fun. And that's all we're here for. Winning fantasy football. Our My pro football team is a disaster in green. But I expect that in life. What I also expect in life is the ferocity to bring you the best fantasy slash pro football discussion programming food for thought that can possibly be made. We're here for you, and it's time. Not for the bullshit. It's time. For Thursday night football, Mr. Kabasa. How you doing? How you doing? I'm ready. I'm ready for I'm ready. You know, I watched a couple of these knuckleheads over the uh, weekend, Mr. Kabasa. Yeah. The uh, talking the talking heads and people who read scripts and such. And I made it through exactly two minutes and forty five seconds. I had to turn the damn thing off. Mm. I turned on my sausage hut, and I was here for the sausage hut fantasy football ferocity. And you know what? I still laugh because sometimes, sometimes I miss it. I still take notes. Why? Because sometimes I miss it. Sometimes the creativity just comes to the top. The insight, the vision. And I'm going to lay it on down with Mr. Kabasa's help. It starts Thursday night. Mm. What do you think, Mr. Kabasa? I think that's great, Mishy. And I think that you are the man to tell everybody what they need to know. And we had some wagers last week. We may have won some. We, we did. may have lost some. And we we're going to move into some new stuff this week. Because we always look forward, regardless of what happened yesterday. That's what you got to do in the sure. football league. You not you get up, you dust yourself off, and you get ready for the next week. You take 24 hours to celebrate a victory. You take 24 hours to console yourself on a loss, and then you wake up the next day and say, all right, bro, how are we going to do it this week? Because we are in season. Time, And it's time to look at your free agents. That was this morning or yesterday, depending on when you're listening. You stay on top of that. Sometimes you make moves. Sometimes you watch and, and, and pounce. A short while later, and that's that was my approach this week, Mr. Kilbasa. Yep. Did you win or lose in your fantasy football games last week? Yes, that is the answer. I won one and <laughs> lost one. <laughs> one, I one came right. out because I happened to have Kyle Pitts in the game, and he finally had the game I've been waiting for. And then I let you talk me into putting Noah Fan in in the other league, and he didn't do shit for me. So I think Kyle Pitts is finally coming around. And he's going to be a big target for Matty Ice going forward. Had a good uh, all-around. You know, Najee Harris finally had a big game. But now he's, uh, what is he, uh, questionable. But he's just sore. Who knows? Chuba Chuba Howard had a big game finally. I I think everybody thought that was going to happen. I had Odell in there. What's going on? I think Odell's just not not healthy as he should be. And I think that's why people are just like, what's going on with him? Terry McLaurin had uh, 46 yards, no touchdowns. That kind of sucked. Cardinals D. 
defense. Okay, Harrison Buckner still doing his thing. So, but meanwhile, in the game I lost, which was a tough game because I had a great game out of Aaron Rodgers. Well, 23 points going up against Jalen Hurts. And then Kareem Hunt had a big game for me. Adam Thielen, I got to get rid of him, I think. Terry let me down. Noah let me down. Melvin Gordon let me down. I mean, the, the, the Broncos just had a, just a crappy game in Pittsburgh because nobody just likes nobody likes being in Pittsburgh. So, And I got beat by Dawson fucking Knox, your boy from Buffalo, pretty much. Yeah. And James Robinson had the uh, – had the difference there for me. Lost ninety four to one thirteen. How about you, Michi? And uh, go ahead and talk. I'm going to get my pumpkin spice bacon out of the oven real quick. A long time ago, there was a thing called pumpkin, and there were all kinds of spices. And what Johnny Cabasa is doing right now in his kitchen, I have no idea. America, I had one of the golden games. I had the uh, they call them stacks combinations. Uh, Lamar Jackson to the tight end, Mark Andrews. Sat him in one league, played him in another. And the fourth quarter brought points like I haven't seen in since the last time I was in a blizzard. Touchdown to Andrews for Mr. Jackson, 12 points. Add the yardage, 14 points. Ravens are back in the ballgame. End of the ballgame to tie it up. Touchdown, Jackson to Andrews, 12 points plus the points, um, yardage. So in the course of eight minutes, that combination brought me upwards of 28 points. Wow. Now you would say, Michi, you would say, Michi, that is just enough to do a happy dance. What did you do? Well, I had Mr. Kilbasa. I had one of them circumstances where it was, you know, good night, Michi. And uh, I got to see the first half of football. And it was one of those glorious moments where you're uh, taking care of your morning business. You know, you check the stocks and bonds, you check the news, you check the email, you check the texts. You evacuate. And then you check and then you check the fantasy football, of course, in that order. There's no other responsible way, is there? And as I did my sequence of things, I come to the fantasy football and I'm saying, Ooh, I won by fifty points in this league. Oh, don't call it a comeback. Mm. The true believer, the true believer is prostrate in his bathroom on a cold, cold tile floor with an empty bottle of beer and a towel as a pillow, feeling like a piece of crap because Michigan made the comeback of the year. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas was also in my lineup. And I took a 50 point Sunday night uh, deficit and made it a 30 plus point victory. Wow. Michigan's sitting at four. Michi is sitting at four and one in all leagues, and with the insights, with the moves, with the quality drafting of running backs that I just implore people to listen to me, I'm in first place in a nice position to hold off anyone who's sitting sub 500. Anyone sitting a game behind me, we got a little thing going on. But I'm in a nice position in, in both leagues to um, really start looking to build and solidify my spot in the middle of the season and get ready for a playoff push. I'm stacked. Wow. I'm America's commissioner. And I'm America's confident. commissioner. I am stacked. Stacked. Stacked to the rafters, Michi. Okay. Everyone's looking at me. Everyone's looking at me and they're saying, oh, shit, he's doing it again. Now, I know there are people out there who understand that position. 
And if you don't, I implore you to get your crayons out because here comes week six. Let's get this on, Mr. Cabal. Here we go into week six. Celebrate your week five. Console your week five. Kiss it goodbye. Mishy's confident going into week six. And we are confident that we're going to bring you all the games of week six. And we've got some bye weeks finally. But as we do it, this is yeah. the lightning round. And we're going to go three minutes for every matchup. So get your scorecards out, get your crayons out, get your schedules out, get your betting slips out. And here we go. Yeah. Thursday night tonight. As it the city of brotherly filth taking on the goat farm. What's going to happen here? Everybody keeps wanting to count out Philadelphia, and Tom Brady is not of this earth. Mishy, let's talk about Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, the Thursday night for three minutes starting now. Tom, Tom Brady he may not be of this earth, but he has a problem with his throwing thumb, and he will be very 40-ish. I'm calling right off the bat, Thursday night football. Philadelphia Eagles win this ballgame. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wonder if Tommy is going to be healthy enough to play the middle of the season. The sports book has the Buccaneers giving seven points to the Eagles. Go to the book, call your friends, place that bet. The over-under is 52.5. With Tom Brady and a, and a thumb issue, I'm taking the under here. I am I am in a position to say, fantasy football-wise, you're starting Mr. Jalen Hurt over Tom Brady. And if you're nervous, like I would be as a, the number one quarterback in fantasy football with a bad thumb, you better make up your mind quick. Tom Brady is going to lose a game for you, and it's going to be in week six. Um, I don't think Leonard Fournette is uh, going to be the uh, double-digit guy in terms of uh, production. He's a nice player. You got him. You're going to start him. You're going to lose. The wide receiver trio from Tampa last week, um, I, I made the comment here, I think each of them are going to score touchdowns. Well, Mr. Godwin did not score a touchdown. The other guys got multiples. You're playing fantasy, fantasy, winning fantasy football, and I do apologize for not, you know, for not having Godwin right. And I'm here to make it up to you. Don't start any of them. Start A.B., Antonio Brown, as the sole touchdown maker, and I don't know how he's going to get it. Mr. Godwin is hurt. I would certainly replace him. Mike Evans, you drafted him. You like him. Do what you want to. You're going to lose if you do that. The tight end situation, the good news is Gronkowski, believe it or not, has the potential to come back this week. He's not going to. But uh, moving forward, if he was cut for some reason, keep him in mind. He's dynamite. Dino, my. And you put him in the back and just kind of let it be for a minute. Missy, let me ask as you a question. As far as he – sure. Who is Tampa Bay's backup quarterback? Tampa Bay's backup quarterback is nobody. That doesn't matter who Tampa Bay's quarterback is because the GOAT's going to play. And, Michi, I'm going to take that bet. I'm going to take Philadelphia on – I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take Tampa Bay on the money line going against you. What would you like to put on it since you're so confident um, that Philadelphia um, is going to Oh, I would – I would – cheesesteaks for 20 people. Cheese at Geno's. 
Okay. Let me uh, let me say this. Jalen Hurts is a must start. The running backs in Philadelphia, you don't know. Devonta Smith has been such a pleasant surprise. He's not getting the uh, hype right now, but he will. He's going to have a nice game. The interesting news is the tight end position. And uh, Dallas Goddard is a COVID guy. And I don't know what that means, but what I do know is that this game is coming right up and he's not going to make the protocols to play. So Zach Ertz is your pickup. If you're short on a tight end, if you have a 49er jet saint or Falcon tight end, you got a Falcon tight end. Haven't heard his name in a while. Zach, the forgotten old timer, Zach Ertz is a pickup. He's a touchdown maker. He's going to win you a ball game. Philadelphia is going to win this ball game. I'm going to make 20 new friends with free 19 because I'm going to eat one 18 because I'm going to eat two of them. Mm. I'm going to make 18 new friends from eating the cheesesteaks. Philadelphia fans, some money. Keeping you Tampa Bay people in check because you need to get in check. And this game has got upset special all over it, Mr. Kibasa. Philadelphia is a whole. It's one of the nastiest places I've ever been, unless we got something pertinent to say. Can we please leave? Yeah. We could have left three minutes ago. Speaking of places you don't want to be and teams you don't want to watch play football, Michigan, across the pond in what's going to be an absolute debacle at... Tottenham Altspur Stadium again just ripping that field to shreds. Actually, I think they bring in a new field. I, I think they bring in a different field for football than they do for the uh, for the Spurs. But Jacksonville and all their baggage versus Miami and whatever's left of them, Michi. I hope we don't need to talk about this for three minutes, but let's try starting now. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I would, uh, I looked at the schedule Mr. Kobasa and I saw Miami play against Jayville. I said, oh, I could take a ride, go see this game. I look up another uh, moment, and they're playing all the way to the 9.30 game. I said, all right, they got to their game, whatever. If you took uh, James Robinson and listened to yours truly and Mr. Kilbasa, you're winning fantasy football games. Um, last week, I started Trevor Lawrence over Matt Stafford. got three or four more fantasy points. That's wow. why I'm Michigan. and you should listen That's to what's call. going on. Great call, dude. And, and this week... This week, Tua Tobagaloa is supposedly coming back. What does it mean for Miami's offense? Miami's a mess. And I'm not starting Tua. I'm not starting any of the running backs. I know what Gaskin did last week. Don't trust them. J. Bill's defense is bad, allegedly. Not trusting them. The one player in Miami I got my eye on is Jalen Waddle, the wide receiver. He and Tua will have a nice connection. If you play in a PPR kind of league where those seven receptions equal seven points, you know, I don't particularly care for it, but Mr. Waddle is the name to put on your list. As for um, Jayville, you know, I thought LaVisca Chenault last week would have a coming out party. They buried him, buried him. And I would hope for more from Chenault this week, and I would hope for more for Trevor Lawrence. But my only other prediction here, aside from a game that you don't really want to watch, is the Miami Dolphins defense is a touchdown maker. Oh, it's there you go. Out. Dolphins, and, DTD of the week. 
and it is going to make little difference. I believe Jacksonville will get their victory in this game because I think Miami's a mess. And I was completely wrong about that. Um, don't believe the hype. And please, you know, God save the queen, but get me out of England. <laughs> I know it just irritates the hell out of you that they play games. <laughs> it does it for a lot of people. Let's just get out of there and go to an NFC North clash. Aaron Rodgers on the road again, heading down to Justin Fields, back from the dead already. We could have ourselves a ball game right here, or we could have a squash match. I don't know, Michi. Let's talk every, uh, Chris Berman's favorite fucking matchup. Bears-Packers. Three minutes start now. There is a, uh, there is a, a Sunday night football game. And I'm going to look it up right now. Who's playing on Sunday night? Um, it's it's going to be Seattle at Pittsburgh, which is disgusting. If I had the chance to flex a game, I would flex potentially this Packers Bears game into Sunday night because more people will be interested in it. Um, the quarterback in Chicago may or may not. Who knows? Justin Fields got a knee. Who's starting? I don't know. The running back last week, um, we brought his name up. We said his name is Williams. He's a touchdown maker. You picked him up like Michi. Damian Williams was a touchdown maker. Oh, How you doing? How you doing? Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson is still the Enigma bust candidate at wide receiver. I was down with Mr. Mooney. Mr. Mooney did nothing. Cole Komet, K-M-E-T in your scorecard is a name to keep an eye on. The Chicago Bears against the Green Bay Packers, all those guys I just mentioned, I ain't touching them. I ain't starting them. I ain't doing squat with them. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are on a mission. They're going to crush the life out of the Chicago Bears. Wow. Crush them. Crush them. Crush them. Aaron Rodgers must start, of course. Aaron Jones, you love Aaron. Don't you love Aaron Jones? I'm starting A.J. Dillon for the sake of garbage time touchdowns. Devontae Adams has got his group back, of course. You start in Randall Cobb or Alan Lazard, Mr. Kielbasa? Because one of those two is catching the touchdown. Cobb or Lazard? Randall Who's going to be Cobb. your surprise guy? Tex yeah. Cobb, Randall, Tex Cobb, America. It's the way to go. You drafted Robert Toynan. I don't know why. I don't have a feeling for this and what's going to happen with the tight end. I am here to tell you, take the Miami D parlay it with the Packer D because the Green Bay Packers is scoring a defensive touchdown in this game. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Packers are, the Packers are going to dominate and I'm not starting a, a single bear and I'm going deep in the depth charts of the Packers to start players because and, and their defense because that's the way this game is going to be. Any, uh, any love, uh, a semblance of hope in Chicago are going to get snuffed out by a team that wants to win a Super Bowl championship. Okay. This game's over before it starts. Squash match fantasy football buffet for Aaron Rodgers. Another 1 o'clock game for him. And I didn't think, you know, he doesn't. He, that was a 1 o'clock Eastern game last That's, week. At least, this is, at least this is a 1 o'clock Central game. But Aaron Rodgers having to get up this, early this, two, weeks, two weekends in a row, man. Disrespect for the great Aaron Rodgers. I'm surprised some, no one has any of his emails to spread around. Hey. Fucking people. Where are we going next? 
All right, all right. <laughs> Another game that nobody wants to watch. Down the down I ninety four, whatever the hell it is between Chicago and the Big D. The oh, nothing more dangerous than an zero and five team, Michi. The Lions Nothing. with their crying coach <laughs> and Cincinnati just always poised for self-destruction. Let's talk about those goddamn Bengals <laughs> and the Detroit Steak Sandwich City Lions for three minutes starting now. Oh my goodness. How many field goals? How many field goals did, uh, did Cincinnati lose? to lose that game in overtime last week. How many did they miss? Was it five? I don't know. Four or five. It was a lot. They missed two field goals in overtime. It was a game that I watched to say, all right, has this team grown? Because, you know, Green Bay couldn't kick a field goal either. And I hadn't seen anything like that since, like, Little League. They didn't have Little League football. They had uh, Walter Payton football. So since the little kids, eight years and under, I've never seen that happen. Joe Burrow went to the hospital after that game, Mr. Kabasa, because he had like a neck contusion of some type. Because he got stuck, man. He got st- he got he had no business running around like he did, and then just kind of took like a it was almost a helicopter, but it was more like a drill bit, like a drill press. Yeah, right to it, right to it. He finished the game. He's a tough guy. We all know that. It's a beautiful thing. In this game, Cincinnati is going to handle their business. With, without uh, without any difficulty. I'm starting Joe Burrow to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. I'm starting Joe Mixon to be a top five fantasy running back. And T. Higgins is a touchdown maker. T. Higgins might be a two-touchdown maker. And you got Jamar Chase. You knew more than me. You drafted him. Start him. He's going to have a big game. You need a tight end. You got your boy you know, C.J. Uzuma, two touchdowns last two weeks ago, nothing last week, skip them. I've already given you enough little caveats. I'll bring you another one at tight end. And as as for, as for the Detroit Steak Sandwich City Lions, um, Jared Goff is Jared Goff. They're not that good. DeAndre Swift has a nice game. You got him, start him. Um, Jamal Williams is going to get his touches because they run the ball and throw the ball to their uh, running backs quite a bit. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying don't start either of them. I'm, I am kind of suggesting go ahead and start both of them for some good fantasy production. Couldn't tell you a wide receiver. I couldn't even guess. So I'm going to say TJ Hawkinson will catch the lone touchdown pass from Jared Goff. The Bengals cover, the Bengals win, Detroit Again, is is not a good football team. Let the coach cry. Let the fans have a tear in their beer. But Cincinnati Bengals get back on the winning ways and uh, take care of business. What do you say? And I'll tell you what I say, Mishy. Just because you, whenever you get so confident like that, you know I gotta just undermine you on the money line and just to even things out, Mishy. I'm gonna put twenty yeah. Detroit steak sandwich city steak sandwiches up against you on the money line because the Lions are getting their first win this week against those goddamn Bengals. Detroit is getting three and a half points. Um, I will let this be flexible. If it goes to four, you can have four. You know I don't take points on these bets. I take wins. That's it. And that is all I'm going to say because we have to go to yet another game that nobody wants to watch. 
Indianapolis, oh, you should have won. They knew they threw a game away. And Houston, oh, we know, man. Sorry about your luck, Houston. But uh, Texans at Indianapolis, Michigan. I hope we don't have to talk about this for three minutes. But we can if we need to. Start now. Start now. All right. The Indianapolis Colts, uh, we spoke in the opening. Uh, yours truly went to bed at halftime because that's what he does sometimes on Sunday nights. And Shazam. When I watched that game bright and early, it was remarkable. I kept asking myself, how did Indianapolis lose this game? How is this going to happen? Well, Jonathan Taylor Thomas wasn't one of the reasons for it. The coach in Indianapolis had something to do with it. Carson Wentz being inaccurate had something to do with it. And their defense just giving up some big plays to an ultra-accurate quarterback. I like that I said that about Mr. Jackson. Ultra. He's uh, had a ultra accurate, which was fantastic to see. But in this particular game, the Colts are going to have no problem handling their business. The Texans are a lost cause. They played some good football a little bit at some time during some parts of the game. But I suspect the Colts are going to get fired up. This one is the smart money, Mr. Kibasa, has an over-under of 42 and a half. I watched the Colts game. I watched the injury reports. The Baltimore, hello, the Indianapolis Colts hello. defensive backfield. Hello. The Indianapolis Colts backfield is decimated. So I am starting my man, Mr. Cook, um, at wide receiver, the du jour of backups that scored touchdowns last week was an apparition. We're going back to Cook, and we're going back to get some. The idea that you want to start the quarterback, the rookie quarterback, I do not. Um, but Mr. Cook's going to get his. On the flip side, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is a must, must, must start. Must start. And for whatever reason, my favorite uh, hyphenated tight end, Mo Ali Cox, keeps getting the ball thrown to him in the end zone. I'm saying there's your touchdown maker at tight end and let him be your favorite hyphenated tight end, mm. Mo Ali Cox. Hey, and Mo. the ammo and take the Colts to win. I don't care how many points they're given this week. I can look right now. They are giving up nine and a half points. That's a boatload. But because of the pain in the defensive backfield, I'm taking the over. Give the Col- take the Colts, take the points, or give the points, rather, and and take the under, find those touchdown makers that we just called out, Jonathan Taylor Thomas included, and watch the Colts and the Texans probably score 55 points in this game because it'll be exciting due to the injuries on the Colts' defensive backfield. It's going to be a very exciting game. Carson Wentz will potentially be a top-10 fantasy scorer this week because of it. Am I saying Perriman is a touchdown maker for the Colts? Am I saying one of the other fellas is? I can't tell you because I can't get a handle on Carson Wentz. I do know the running back is going to be a key player. I do know the hyphenated tight end is going to be a touchdown maker. And that's it, Mr. Kavasa. I spent three minutes, but that's a money game, kid. Bang the gong the money game. That's a money maker right there in that game. Please. All right. Speaking what's, of money, what's next, Mr. This is the, the the battle, the coastal battle. 
coming up next on a one o'clock game in New York. I'm sure Los Angeles is happy about playing a 10 o'clock local time start. That sucks, but hey, that's the way it goes when you want to live out on the West Coast. The Rams heading it to the swamps of Jersey to beat up on the New York football giants, Michi. I think we could have a squash match going here. But maybe you think differently. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Now. Huh, Matt, Stafford. Matt Stafford's a must start. He's going to have a great game. I think that the running back, Sonny Mitchell, for the sake of saying it wrong for 10 years, Sonny Michelle is a touchdown maker. He's a free agent pickup. Go get him. He's going to have a super game. He's been Cooper sitting on the bench all year. I, I haven't uh, started. Uh, this, this, this is the defense. This is the game to play him in. Um, the Rams are going to dominate this ball game. Cooper Cup, you got him. You must start. Robert Woods, hey, nice to see you last week. I'm starting you this week, Mr. Woods, and I'm starting on faith. I would start uh, the tight end Tyler Higbee as well. The Rams defense is your third defensive touchdown maker of the week. And must start. The Giants are hurt. Their quarterback, their running back, their free agent wide receiver, all hurt. What are you saying, Michi? Am I going to pick up Booker as, as the backup? No way. Is, are any other, no, you're not. The Rams are going to kill the Giants. The fans at the, former, the, the place formerly known as the Meadowlands will be leaving this game into the third quarter. It will be half empty. It'll be mid-October in New Jersey. Everyone, this is going to be ugly, and it's going to be a Ram festival. Don't start a giant. Start the Rams we spoke of. You got any questions? You got any comments? Go ahead and enjoy this ball game. That's what I'm talking. All about. right. Yeah, that's a could be another uh, fan. The Los Angeles Rams are fun to watch. Danny Dimes, we hardly knew you, but hey. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Okay. Let's go. They're going to kill him. That's all we need to know about that, I suppose. I mean, you got you, you know your people from the the Rams. You know what to do there. And the Giants, sorry about Touch. sorry about your luck, Saquon, man. I, Saquon's a great dude, but he's got that big, He makes nice shaving. He makes, he makes that, nice shaving cream for commercials. That's all I know. Got that great Who's been hurt more often? Who's been hurt more often? Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley? I, I, well, you know, Saquon had the one injury that took forever, but I think uh, just massive injuries. I think McCaffrey's had more different injuries, but Saquon might have missed more time. But it's pretty close. Either uh, way, you've wasted draft picks on him for multiple years. But hey, nothing against exactly, you guys. exactly. Well, it's the hype machines that we talk against. Yeah. It's the corporate uh, fantasy football people that we don't like. Right, and I hope they quote me on that. But if you were going to, if you moving forward, are you going to touch McCaffrey? Are you going to touch Barkley? I never get, I never get to football draft. Yeah. I never get to him. Well, I'll tell you what, because you play winning fantasy football, but you know, moving forward, the crystal ball says both those guys should be available in the second round moving forward. Purely based on their injuries. Where are we going next, Mr. Kabaka? Let's get out of here for, I think, another squash match on the East Coast. Kansas City coming to town for an early start for them. Two, Washington team football. Terry McLaurin had a 
pedestrian game last week. He's usually the only person I'm caring about there. And I don't even know who they got a quarterback, but I think his name's Hanky Hanky or Spanky or whatever. Either way, they're going to come up against a very, very angry Kansas City Chiefs that don't like to get up early, but they're going to be up early for an 11 o'clock local time start, I believe. Or are they central? I think they're central, so a noon, noon start for them. Are they two hours yeah. behind? I don't care. Either way, let's talk Chiefs football team for three minutes, Mishy, starting now. The uh, Washington team football, the WCF, are part and parcel responsible for what happened to Chucky Gruden in Oakland. Their management is and has been deplorable. If it wasn't for their head coach and their players, uh, I give them a lot of credit for the last uh, month on month for all the things that have gone on. It takes a little bit of uh, fortitude. It takes a lot of being a professional football player. Tyler Hankey is the starting quarterback this week against the Kansas City Chiefs who can't stop a cold. Cannot stop a cold. Steve Spagnola is a super genius. You're two and three, and you must win this game. And Washington's going to come to play. You got Antonio Gibson? Super. You got him starting. You got McLaurin, fantastic. He's going to get his touchdown this week. He's going to give you a little payback from having a subpar game. My next hyphenated tight end touchdown maker, Ricky Seals-Jones. Oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You're a touchdown maker that's going to win me a couple of dollars and is going to win someone a fantasy football game. The, um, the Washington team football Again, all credit to coach, all credit to the players, but they're a wreck. And Kansas City, as you suggested, should be completely motivated on offense to handle their business. The uh, question is, uh, the hyphenated running back, Clyde Hilaire, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is out, will be out. Did you pick up Darrell Williams in Desperation America? If you did, I'm telling you, you made a mistake. Because aside from... Aside from starting Patrick Mahomes, Jarek McKinnon will be a dynamic, to quote uh, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, dynamic. whatever it is, impact player. Jarek McKinnon will make moves in space. Jarek McKinnon will cross the goal line. Jarek McKinnon is going to be a top 15 running back this week. Um, he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to run a little bit. And he's going to get 12 to 18 touches. Yes, that's pretty high, Mishy. What does it mean? He'll get 15 touches and fantasy worthy. He'll certainly outscore Mr. Williams. You got Tariq Hill, more power to you. Is he, you got he healthy? Kelsey. He's, so far, he's healthy. Check the injury report. Okay. You got Travis Kelsey. Is he healthy? Check the hyphenated uh, tight ends we mentioned earlier. If there's something wrong with Kelsey, there's a big problem here. Nicole Hardman's not an issue. Your Superman, Josh Gordon, should be playing this weekend for the Kansas City Chiefs. Stay off the pipe, Josh. Stay off the pipe. (laughs) Oh, and don't mess with Patrick's wife. And don't make any comments about Andy Reid. You want a flyer? I'm giving you a flyer. Mahomes is is a mad scientist genius. Josh Gordon's a touchdown maker in this game, America. I'm going to put a dollar on it. I'm going to put a dollar on that touchdown maker, 55 yards plus a touchdown. 
the uh, Kansas City Chiefs handle their business because they have to. And that hasn't happened to them in a long time. The Redskins are good Redskins. The team football is going to give them uh, give them a run for their money. You can see this game for starting at fifty dollars somewhere at FedEx Field, wherever the heck that is, Maryland. Landover. I would assume Landover, 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 Maryland. And I'm starting again for the Washington team football. I think they're going to score some points. I like the quarterback, the running back, the main wide receiver, and of course Ricky Seals Jones. Oh, okay. Where are we going next, Mr. Let's Kibosa? get the hell out of there for a while, and let's go to ooh. And there's a lot of games that I just don't care about this this uh, week, but maybe your guy's going to snap back and uh, oh hey, they're talking about bringing in Deshaun Watson because Sam Darnold 2.0 had a. <laughs> Had a questionable game. Wouldn't that be funny? Michi, Minnesota Vikings, no one wants to talk about them. Carolina, no one wants to talk about them except you, but we're going to talk Vikings-Panthers for three minutes. Starting now. All right. Injury reports again. Injury reports, injury reports. Um, the running back in Minnesota, who's, who's playing this week? You got one, you got the other. It's not going to matter. They'll balance each other out. Cook plays, he scores a touchdown. Carolina, McCaffrey or Chuba Hubbard. The last I heard as of this posting is that uh, McCaffrey might sit another week. And that makes Chuba Hubbard a must start. Yay. Minnesota's defense Minnesota's defense scored me 15 fantasy points last week. And you know, America, what I did with them, I cut them. Oh. Because DJ Moore is a touchdown maker. Sam Darnold went from touchdown maker to interceptor. Mm. And I think Sam Darnold balances this out and throws two plus touchdowns. I think that, uh, I think that Minnesota, as I've been saying all year is going to be looking for a new coach. And I think Minnesota, the hype, the people wanting to believe is just ridiculous. I think that, uh, I think that the Carolina gets back on the winning track. We're watching the running backs. Am I starting Sam Darnold? No. I'd rather start the guy from Washington this week to score 26 points to Darnold's 24. But Darnold's going to get back on the right try, right side of life. Um, I think there's going to be an average scoring game. And if they're playing in Carolina and the weather's nice and I'm from Minnesota, I just might go to the ocean and hang out rather than go see this game. But you're going to go watch the game. More power to you. More power to and you. And more power to you. Carolina takes care of their business. Minnesota, again, is team turmoil. Get me out of Carolina, Mr. Gabasa. There you go. Do the- what I said. Do what I said with the picks and get and get yourself, you know, a sandwich or two, maybe some barbecue, and get out. What's next, Mr. Gabasa? All right. That's all we, we got. The charges in Baltimore. We, we, we got do. the charges in Baltimore. Let's go up. We're just staying on the East Coast all of a sudden. A lot of East Coast games at New York, at Washington, at Carolina, at Baltimore, at Baltimore, at Jacksonville. Yep. But that's at, in, uh, never mind. At New England. At New England. At New England. So there you go. Yep. It's a it's a whole lot of one o'clock and going on. There's only three games that are uh, three four o'clock games. I, I think there's usually more now. But we're in bye week, so there you go. Baltimore coming off riding high. No way they can keep up that level coming off that there because 
the red hot Los Angeles Chargers. No stopping those guys. I, I, I you know what? I, I hear whispers of Air Coriel in the air now with these goddamn Chargers, Michi. But let's talk about what could be one of the games of the week. Chargers, Ravens. Three minutes starting this out. Would be a, this, would be a, this would be the other game to flex for the Sunday night game. The San, San Diego Chargers, there I go again. The Los Angeles Chargers are a team on a mission. And they're traveling all the way to the East Coast for an early game that's normally a bit chaotic. Um, the Ravens, as I watched the last nine minutes of that game, um, they turned in. They, they flicked the switch. The question I have is: Are the Ravens? Is this the Ravens we're going to see for the rest of the year, or is the other three plus quarters of crappy Ravens football what we're going to see, Mr. Kabasa? I'm asking you. The over under is 52 points. What is going to happen in this game? How much? Over or under 52? 52. Oh, over all day. Over all day. The skill position players, I love in the opening where you called it Herbert E. Sherbert. Sherbert's a must-start. That's your Herbert's line, by the way. Must-start. Thank you. Oh, I know it is. I love that it was, I love that I heard it. Herbert E. Sherbert. Fantastic. Justin Herbert's a must-start. Austin Eckler is a must-start. Did you like the way the Cleveland Browns carried him into the end zone? That was fantastic. Mike Williams, the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. You barely thought about drafting America. Ugh. Get your crayons out. Barely. Keenan Allen had a, uh, you know, not enough. He's going to get his. And you got a thing called, I can't tell you the guy's name. His name is Parham. And you probably don't pronounce it that way. but Parham and cheese all day. Give me some Parham and cheese. On right. Two touchdowns last week. Two touchdowns last week for that tight end. You picked up Jared Cook in desperation. Look where it got you. Pick up those hyphenated guys if you need a tight end. You're starting the skill guys in Los Angeles. The real question is what happens in Baltimore? Mm. Mr. Kilbasa, yeah. you're starting them. I am. I am. I benched Lamar. And I tell you, I watched the first three quarters, and I'm thinking, I'm glad I benched Lamar. And then he scores 40 fantasy points in the, in the fourth quarter. Oh. Remarkable. You, you don't trust a single running back. I'm looking for them to make a move. And I wouldn't be at all surprised with the guy they just saw, Marlon Mack, becoming a member of the Ravens anytime in the next two weeks, just so you know. Mm. Martise Brown, two more touchdowns. He's not going to drop another pass. Somehow he's on your waiver wire still. Go ahead and find him. They had a kid named Duvenay. Nice name, Duvenay. And very, very New Orleans French, right? Monsieur, Could be from Montreal. Duvenay, Could be from Montreal. And uh, he was a touchdown maker. I'm waiting for Rashad Bateman to come back into that lineup, but he's not there yet. And Mark Andrews is all world. You got him. You're going to start him. Take the over. Enjoy the slugfest and wish that they would make this game somehow flexible to go be played on Sunday night. I'm taking the Chargers to win. I'm taking the Chargers to win. I hope they win because I'm always rooting against Baltimore. The thing about the the thing about the Chargers that's impressive is they've embraced the fourth down option, where it's fourth and five. I got this. Fourth and eleven. I understand what we need to do to get this. 
and they're playing what would be in basketball be speedball. They're doing unconventional, unconventional things rather than punt. They got to rely on their defense, sure, but they're making plays. And Herbert is making plays like I don't want to say this, but he's making plays like Hall of Famers make. And I'm not going to say Joe Montana ish, but he is making plays when they count. And the coach, and you mentioned Air Coriel. I think it's a great show. I think it's a great show, and I think the Chargers overcome coming to the East Coast, and it's a slugfest, and it's a very probably the entertaining football game of the weekend. Speaking Must of entertaining, yeah, gosh darn it, those damn Chargers. We'll see you in the playoffs, Chargers. Meanwhile, another game of the week on the shores of Lake Erie, the jewel of the North Coast. Oh, losing a heartbreaker to the Chargers last week and playing the only fucking undefeated team in America right now. God damn it. Can you believe this? America's team, the Cleveland Browns, hosting the upstart Arizona Cardinals. And God damn it. You know, it, it could be it could be that fucking Baltimore comes out of this weekend 5-1 and one and everybody else is 3-3 three and three in the AFC North, including the Stillers. Oh. I can't believe we're already saying must-win game, but Mitchie, my Browns against those Arizona Cardinals. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. The, the idea, Mr. Cabasa, that your concern is heartwarming. It shows me you still got some fan in you. The idea it was supposed that to the be Cleveland Browns the Cleveland Browns are got a must-win game this early is really very good. The fact that they're playing an undefeated team in Arizona makes it even better. Cleveland Browns are going to come out, national game of the week, and they're going to handle their business against the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, you're an early MVP candidate. You got troubles. James Conner, you played against Cleveland quite a bit. You got troubles. Chase Edmonds, you want 100 yards in the end zone? You got troubles. There is one fantasy player, DeAndre Hopkins, has finally got it right, and he will catch enough passes. He will score a touchdown, get you a buck ten. But Kyler Murray, it's like Lamar Jackson last week. I was wrong, but I was right for three and a half quarters. I'm not trusting Kyler Murray this week. I'm Thank not you. trusting the Arizona. I'm not trusting the Arizona Cardinals defense this week. And I believe that the Cleveland Browns, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt as must-start fantasy players, are going to handle their business. And the Browns were built to run it down their throats. Arizona's got some problems on defense this week, and most of them are COVID-related. The Cleveland Browns, I don't care about the spread. I care if it's going to rain or not. And Baker Mayfield will run one in. For a one to whomever, Rashard Higgins, you heard it here last week, won me a lot of money calling Higgins touchdown maker last week, people. A lot. A lot. And we're calling for Higgins again to be a touchdown maker. Baker Mayfield may not be your idea of a fantasy starting quarterback. Kyler Murray might be. But the winning quarterback and the man with more fantasy points this week will be Baker Mayfield. Hey. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns win this game, 
and they're going to, they, in my opinion, they're going to win this game fairly handily. They're going to control this game from beginning to end. Thank you. The Arizona dream, the Arizona dream is going to meet the reality of Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. And that's what that's, that, this is one of those games, people, where this is just has to happen. It has to. It has to happen this way. It has it's the National Football League. It's the National Football League. It's what happens in the National Football League. Mm. That's it. That's it. I uh, I understand your I understand your angst. I understand the uh, the uh, the trepidation, if you would. But be be confident, Mister Kibasa. Get your Browns pants on. Get your Browns t- hat on. Get that throwback helmet on. And just enjoy this ballgame, Mr. Cabasa. You and your fellow hashtag America team, let's, America's team, yeah. hashtag Cleveland Browns. Let's make it enjoy four. Let's one. make the Browns four and two, and let's make the Ravens four and two. That'll be much better than them being five and one and everybody else being three and three. But enough of that. Let's go to the, the whatever's left bowl. Oh, the Raiders. I don't even want to know, bro. I don't even want to know, Raiders. I, I think you can circle the wagons. Oh, maybe they're happy about the changes there. You never know. Denver coming off a tough week in Pittsburgh, but now they're going to be home, and they've got a disheveled Raiders team coming at you. So, hey, Michi, let's talk about Denver-Las Vegas for three minutes starting now. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Kavasa. Sure. The Las Vegas Raiders. Are you going to circle the wagons, as you said? Are they going? They're not. They're not changing any of their coordinators. It's the same game plan. Can they compartmentalize and use this happening with their head coach and knuckle down and play a complete football game? Is that available to them? What is your opinion? I have a feeling that 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 logger room is probably pretty damn happy to be done with the guy, honestly. So I think they're just going to be coming out guns a-blazing, as it were. They're going to—I don't know what's the uh, gambling equivalent of. uh, You're just going to you take a couple losses in blackjack, and you decide just to go into your pocket and grab a couple more thousand and put it on the table and say, "Hey, I'm here to play." The uh, Las Vegas Raiders are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. I, I tend to agree with you. The Denver Broncos need to play a better ball game, But I believe the Broncos are going to have a little, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, 0-for-2 sort of streak coming on here. Because I do agree with you. Um, I think that David Carr is going to be a top seven, seven, if not a top three guy. I wouldn't be surprised if Carr cuts it loose. I hope on he my does. free agent pickup on my free agent pickup this week, I finally pulled the trigger and picked up Henry Ruggs. And I would ask each of you to consider the fact that a non Chucky Derek Carr is throwing the ball a little bit more to Mr. Ruggs. I like Josh Jacobs. I think Kenyon Drake's time has been a mistake. I'm starting Jacobs, I'm starting Ruggs, and Mr. Waller, Mr. Waller, where have you gone? Aside from Ruggs deep, we're going to see Darren Waller putting in a top two tight end performance. I don't think the Broncos can keep up with the scoring that the Raiders are going to lay on them. Now, if you are the Denver Broncos, right, you're Teddy Bridgewater, you're all happy. Everything's cool. 
Javante Williams, the rookie, is now the starter. Are you still holding on to Melvin Gordon, Mr. Kilbasa? Yes. Wait, wait, what? Right. Uh, Melvin Gordon's not he's not playing anymore? No, I'm to understand Williams is now the starter. That's the news I got. All week. right. I gotta revamp my so, entire lineup now. I got I need another I need a flex. Right, I need a wide go. receiver. Yeah. I need I need uh I need to I guess I need to just get rid of Noah Fant and just go with Kyle Pitts like I was gonna from the beginning of the year. Well, all right, we'll get to that in a more in a moment. Teddy Bridgewater's nice, he's not a fantasy thing. Cortland Sutton is very nice. You got him. Go ahead and start him. They're going to need to score some points. He's going to do his thing. Tim Patrick, you picked him up out of desperation. That's okay. You're not going to start him anyway. And Noah Fant will have the kind of game that'll say, I should keep two tight ends on my team. Oh, whenever Michi, you're doing whenever Michi says, whenever Michi says, Noah Fant's scoring a touchdown this week, he does. <laughs> and when I remind people that not this week, but they don't listen to me, I can just say, hey, that's just the way it goes. No offense, a touchdown maker in this game. This is going to be a competitive AFC, old school sort of AFL football game. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the Raiders. And I'm thinking Mr. Ruggs and Mr. Waller are going to be difference makers for your fantasy football team. How you doing? How you doing? All right. All right. That's enough of that game. Let's get on down the road for, ooh. Okay, going back to the East Coast, New England, the Patriots, and the red-hot Dallas Cowboys. Look out for the Cowboys, man. They're on fire right now. There's no stopping them. Except if you're Bill Belichick, then you might know a few things. But let's talk about Kyle Pokes and Patriots for three minutes, Michi. Now, you made all these lovely things about the Cowpokes, the Cowboys. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Only three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over under a 51-and-a-half. I looked at this game, Mr. Kielbasa, and you know what I said to myself? What would you say, Michi? It's going to be hard for a rookie quarterback to beat the Dallas Cowboys and outscore them. But it will not be hard for Bill Belichick to see what the Cowboys are doing and put the blueprint out for how to stop the Dallas Cowboys in 2021. That's why I'm watching this game. All right. I'm taking over under 51 and a half. I'm taking the under. You got a Dak Prescott. You got to start him. You got Ezekiel Elliott. You got to start him. Dak Prescott will get his numbers. Ezekiel will not. He's a little banged up, too, people. Watch your injury report. Um, CeeDee Lamb is great. Cooper, I love you. I don't know what I'm going to get. The tight end gets his, gets his work done. Schultz, touchdown maker, Mr. Schultz. The, the Cowboys will score 24 points in this game. No Pollard? How about really Pollard? Is, um, Pollard will get his burn, but... I don't uh I would not put the two both running backs. I'd be very careful starting Pollard in this game. Okay. I I personally would be careful. As for New England, where are the points gonna come from, Mr. Cabasa? The points are gonna come from a defensive touchdown. Uh oh. Is one way they're gonna get their points. And it could be a kickoff return, it could be a punt return, it could be a punt block, could be a strip sack of your man Dak Prescott. Um they're going to get that. Um, Damian Harris is beat up 
Um, is he going to play? I don't know. Um, Brandon Bolden's going to get his touches. I'm not starting either of them. Um, Jacoby Myers, believe it or not, is 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 going to be a touchdown maker. I go uh, with him and against him every week. And this week, I'm with him. Jacoby Myers, the one to trust in New England. Mac Jones, you starting him over somebody? Yeah, there's a couple guys. I'll tell you what, Mac Jones is going to have might have a better game. Not going to shoot and would have a better game than the Arizona Cardinals starting quarterback this week. That's that's what's going on. All right. Mac Jones will get enough done. Mac Jones may run into the end zone this week. Hunter Henry, I love him. If you need one, get one. And if you don't like the hyphenated guys, get the double H. Hunter Henry in your lineup. Touchdown maker this week. Somehow, some way, the field goal kicker on the Patriots, Nick Folk, the number one kicker in fantasy football, is going to get the job done and win this game in the last seconds, a la an old Tom Brady. But Mac Jones is going to get it done. It's going to be an under game. And I think uh, I think everyone uh, saluting the Cowboys is going to watch this game closely. I think New England is going to lay the blueprint out, as I said. You heard it bleeping here first. Mishy for a fucking reason. How we doing this? How you doing? And that's the end of the 425 games. We just got two left. Got a lot of got a lot of AFC NFC games this week for some reason. I don't know why, but the Sunday nighter Pittsburgh, you know, just when you count them out, they always start slow. And everybody always says Ben's done. And everybody always says Pittsburgh's going to suck. And then all of a sudden, look out. Ben Roethlisberger on a Sunday night at home, Michi. Come on now. Seattle, they like playing tonight too. But they're going to be in Pittsburgh a long way away from the rainy confines of whatever stadium they play in. So they're going to go get some ketchup on them, Michi. Stillers. Okay. Seahawks. Three minutes. So I'm going to be, uh, this one's easy. This game should be flexed out, and this should be in an early game. This is not a game to watch. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger, um, if you need a desperation for a quarterback and you pick up Ben Roethlisberger, good luck to you. You're going to lose. Um, I know someone who plays in an advanced math league, and the only quarterback available was Ben Roethlisberger or guys who were backups. It's incredible. Um you heard the story about Russell Wilson and his middle finger. I got a medical update. I don't know if you've heard it, but he's got multiple screws in that finger. Oof. He's not playing for he's not playing for a, a four weeks, six weeks, seven weeks. It could be quite a while. And Gino, Gino, Gino Smith, where have you gone? I've been up in Seattle for the last four or five years taking care of my business. Well, all right. Big Ben sucks. Najee Harris is a healthy running back, I think, and he's a must-start. If you must wait for it, you must wait for your running back on Sunday night. Uh, Chris Carson uh, may or may not play. I do not know yet. Um, I talked about Alex Collins last week. He did not produce, as I suggested. My bad. Apologies to all. The wide receiver case, D.K. Metcalf, is the only guy I'm trusting with Geno Smith. Uh, Mr. Lockett, you drafted him to catch passes from Russell Wilson, not Geno Smith. You got problems, um, Lockett owners. 
Um, even DK Metcalf is going to be severely suppressed, but he can get deep on Pittsburgh. Najee Harris, we spoke of. Who's the healthy wide receiver now that you're well, my least favorite Steelers out? Juju Smith-Schuster. You're going to take Washington or you're going to take uh, Claypool? I'm picking up Claypool to be a touchdown maker this week. I'm going to look at the over-under, and I bet you it's paltry. The over-under is paltry. 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 Um, Isn't that what chickens over, are? Chickens the, are paltry. No. <laughs> the over-under is 42 and a half. I'm taking the under. Both these teams play under. And because of that, the fantasy football love is completely suppressed. I went to sleep at halftime on uh, last Sunday. I'll tell you what, this game might be DVR'd, and I might not just watch it except for a couple of highlights. Sleep Fest should have been flexed out. Start Najee Harris if health permits. And uh, sorry, Yinzers. I don't care who wins or loses this game. Okay. You, want to, you don't think the Yinzers are going to win? At home, I hope not. At night? Okay. Well, I didn't I ask not. you what you hope. All right. All right. I, see. All right. I don't I I don't I don't think Geno Smith can win this game. That's what I want to say. So you're saying this is gonna be a nine nine to six game. Oh, on a no cold question. night in Pittsburgh. Fair enough. Fair enough, Michi. We are just ripping through this stuff today. That's because that's what we do. We grab the machete and rip through stuff because we only got one more game and that's the Monday Nighter Mishy's guy Derek Henry at home on a Monday night lots of blue in this game Buffalo god damn it yeah, Buffalo's just going to take all the glory from Cleveland. Like, those, you, hey, you remember those years when Cleveland was going to be really good and almost get to the Super Bowl? Yeah, but there was Buffalo. Not to mention Kansas City and L.A. and everybody else. But, Mitchie, yeah. Buffalo's looking tough And yeah. the Titans are, eh, whatever they can do. Buffalo, Tennessee, Mitchie, three more minutes in the weeks in the books. I'll tell you what, it's, uh, you talked about the schedule being a little funky, and that's fine. In week six, it closes on a Monday Night Spectacular. We'll have to check if Brother Eli and Brother Peyton are doing their cross-broadcast uh, on Espen. First place Titans is 3-2. and two. They actually have no competition in the South, but they need to play a lot better. Buffalo Bills got the world on a string, uh, looking something, something, something on a rainbow. Buffalo's tough to beat. Buffalo still can't run the ball. And it's what Derrick Henry um, is is the best at. A.B. Brown is back for, uh, for the Tennessee team. Julio Jones got a hamstring, not playing. Don't know a tight end on that team to name. Their defense is average. You're starting, you're starting Mr. Tannehill this week, America, or you're starting David Carr. You know damn well you're starting David Carr. Yeah. Derrick Henry is, is the uh, – and Mr. Brown at wide receiver are my only trusted starters. The Buffalo, you start in Mr. Allen. He's been incredible. You start in Zach Moss out of desperation. Go ahead. Go ahead. You start in Diggs. Go ahead. Mr. Knox, the surprise free agent, number three tight end in all of fantasy football. Did you pick him up? Did you? Did you? Look to see if he was even still on your free agent wire. 
and Mr. Knox is a touchdown maker because that's what he does. Knock three times, I'm scoring a touchdown. The Buffalo Bills, I think, the Buffalo Bills are going to go into Tennessee and Derrick Henry is going to run them over. And this game is going to be close, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Tannehill scores a late touchdown to knock a little luster off the team from Buffalo and put the Tennessee Titans back into discussion as one of those teams the Cleveland Browns got to beat if they want to get to a championship. That is a limited fantasy roll call on Monday night, but that's how it's going to happen. And that's, that's why we're here on the ferocity. That's why America loves Michigan. You know, the over-under on that game is 54-and-a-half. What I'm talking about is taking the under. What I'm talking about is the Titans. You want to take them at five-and-a-half points at home? That's too many points. I think the Titans are about due to play some uh, competitive football. And no better team on Monday night to just go schlabbernacker and beat them. Crap out of each other. And Derrick Henry's the best player on the field. Tennessee wins this game. There you go. Tennessee going to beat Buffalo. Hey, I'm fine. I'm all for that. Tennessee can hang around as long as they want to because we don't want them around. Come playoff time in Michigan. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Lightning round style. You're the best in the business for many reasons, and that's why. Hey, if you want to listen to Michi, go ahead. If you don't want to listen to him, you know you'll be eating crow come next week during the football minute, and we'll make you, we won't let you forget it either. Michi, huge comeback in yeah. fantasy, riding high. What do you say on your way out the door, bro? I am saying my touchdown makers in combination with the over-unders and the winners. Oh, boy, I was going watching those games on Sunday, and I kept saying winning tickets, winning tickets, winning tickets. I come to look at my fantasy football team, winner, winner. That's all you need to know, people. Chicken dinner. That's all you need to know. America's commissioner for a reason. Ferocity is the best program for a reason. Enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy game. Mr. Kabasa, appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. And there you go. The fantasy football ferocity for your week six. Did you take all your notes? It doesn't matter because it's all stuck in the back of your brain where it belongs. Oh, we love football in the fall while the weather is still pretty good and even though the weather will get bad we'll still be loving football we got a lot of football to go and by the way go back and listen to 30 podcasts in 30 days i know i did it in the month of september i know we did it in the month of september but hey it's still evergreen it's fresh and ready to be picked just binge all over the sausage shot 500 episodes can you believe it it's all free and it's all funny and it's all fucking better than your fucking podcast so there you go yeah Johnny Cobasa on Twitter, Michi on the beach, Johnny Cobasa on Instagram. I'm sorry, Johnny Cobasa rocks on Instagram. JohnnyCobasa.com. See you next week, everybody.